Brennan, and I like to party. All right, Wyatt, you're up. Uh, hello, I'm Wyatt, and uh, I like to party. And you're listening to Two, Two Bros, Bros in, in a Pod. Hello, and welcome back to Two Bros in a Pod. We finally reached episode 10. I'm your host, Brennan Olin, alongside my co-host and stepbrother, Wyatt Olson. Wyatt, how you doing? Oh, just peachy, man. I, <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's been a long time. Like I feel like the last couple of weeks have been like a couple of years since we've last talked. So Yeah, it, felt it feels like it's like been it. a while. Honestly, yeah. It's been about three weeks by the time people hear this. So yeah, wanted to let everybody know where we've been. So Unfortunately, um, we had a tragedy in the family. My fiance Julia, her oldest brother, passed away unexpectedly a couple weeks ago. So we had to go back to Wisconsin, and we've been dealing with that. Um, super unfortunate. Really makes you feel like life's just not fair sometimes. Because, I mean, he was a... Just one of those dudes. He's very much like a Ted Lasso type of dude. He's like super optimistic, um, just larger than life personality. And he's got like the most infectious laugh ever. So the dude, he was just amazing. Um, so it's been really hard couple weeks. Um, I will leave a link uh, in the description with the GoFundMe. Uh, he did leave behind three kids and his partner so it's a really really sad situation but if anybody out there wants to help out i will leave that link in the description so just wanted to let everybody know where we've been so that's why it's been a couple weeks but thank you very everybody for all of your support a lot of people have reached out to me and julia and the whole family so really appreciate that All right, so um, now we can get on to this podcasting business. Uh, <laughs> a lot of stuff has happened in the last couple of weeks, um, but I recently saw a video of you with some famous people. What have you been up to? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's been kind of a crazy last couple of weeks. Uh, actually, before I get into that, I uh, went to... Syracuse, New York, uh, last weekend, I guess now, um, for a wedding of my, my college roommate and, and his fiance. And, uh, they were dating pretty much, uh, since I've known them, uh, through college. So it was really cool getting to see them again and, and see people from Niagara again that I haven't seen since I graduated. So that was really cool. Um, but yeah, uh, we had our unveiling of Champions Plaza at Louisiana Tech, where I work, and um, so out of the out of the whole plaza, there's six statues of uh, our um, alumni that made it to the Hall of Fame in their um, respective careers. So we had. Uh, uh, Terry Bradshaw, uh, Willie Rofe, and Fred Dean, all football players. Uh, and then 
We had Carl Malone for men's basketball, and then Teresa Witherspoon and Kim Mulkey uh, for women's basketball. And so uh, five of them were there. Fred uh, had passed away uh, in 2020, but uh, the rest of the five were all there with their families and uh, had uh, kind of a, a little social, uh, private social beforehand. And then uh, after that, we had a, a more of a, a public gathering and kind of a question and answer type thing to get to know uh, all of their backgrounds and stories of Louisiana Tech. So that was really cool to to hear about that. And uh, Terry Terry Bradshaw had uh, he he didn't really even talk about football. He he talked about uh, how he uh, kind of walked on at, in track and field during his time at Louisiana Tech and. Uh, and and talked about how how he was a dra- javelin thrower, and so that was really funny. I had no idea about that. Wow, but that was he was a good time. Um, yeah, but yeah, now everyone was everyone was great, and um, part of what I did was kind of just make sure the event went smooth, all that stuff. So I was more of the behind the scenes guy, and one of my jobs that night was uh, taking the the clips off of the um off of the drapes or you know the the black curtains that we had on the statues yeah yeah so it was easier for them to take them off right and uh so one of the ones i had to do uh it it was my boss and i we were going kind of back and forth and doing every other and uh the one i had to do was carl malone's and (laughs) his is like freaking huge because dude's tall and uh, on his statue, it's like got like part of the part of a backboard on there. And so like when you're when you're looking at it from the drapes, it's it looks like it's like hooks. Right. And it was a pain in the butt to like get those drapes over top of it and also getting them to stay all day because it was a little windy that day. And like Carl's like kept falling off. And so like. I ended up having to like just kind of stay out there and and watch them to make sure they weren't falling off before everyone got out there to unveil them. And uh, one of the things I used was a, a wooden stick to <laughs> uh, it was like a, a really tall wooden stick to to get it up there. And uh, we kind of had like a oh crap box uh, laying kind of next to the plaza just in case something happens or whatnot. And so Carl's about to unveil his and he's going through the drapes and, and he can't get the one that I ended up struggling to get on there in the first place. (laughs) He was struggling to get it off. And like, he's like yanking on the thing and I'm like, Oh my goodness. So I pretty much make a full on sprint to get the wooden stick and sprint back. And there's like hundreds of people there and I'm trying to, weave through traffic end up getting the wooden stick there and and helping carl get get uh the drape off and that oh my goodness and and, and then i got it off and he's like my man yeah i was gonna say <laughs> carl malone's not somebody you want to mess with he's, <laughs> he's a pretty intimidating dude that guy is very much yeah built no, but and he's really tall very, yeah. yes oh man That's, yeah he is yeah he is in absolute phenomenal shape for you know being 
being how old he is. It, it's crazy, yeah. but yeah, still, yeah, still someone you don't want to mess with for sure. Yeah. And so, uh, now, so we ended up getting that off and then, uh, I ended up having a, a joke with, with Kim Mulkey before she, uh, got her or was unveiling hers. So that was pretty funny. She was, uh, she was trying to do it before they announced her name. And so I was like, Oh, hold on, hold on one sec. We'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get it off. And so, uh, but now it was, it was a lot of fun. It definitely, uh, definitely was really cool to embrace that and, and how many people showed up. We were originally supposed to do it before football season, but weren't able to do it. And so being that it was a makeup and, uh, or having to reschedule that we and, and still having a lot of people there. It was a really cool experience and definitely having all those famous people there all at once definitely is like a, a once in a lifetime thing. So really yeah. fortunate and grateful to be there for it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And it's Louisiana Tech, correct? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some pretty good alumni there for uh, Louisiana Tech. Like, the, not not many people would know, but Terry Bradshaw. No. I mean, super famous yep. football player. Kim Mulkey, Very one of much. the best college women's college basketball coaches. Mm -hmm. And then obviously Carl Malone. I'm not as familiar with the rest of them, but man, that's still pretty impressive. Pretty cool to meet yeah. those people too in person. Yep. Yeah. Fred Dean. He was a, a defensive end. Uh, okay. And won a couple Super Bowls with the uh, 49ers in the 70s. Um, so uh, was a, a big guy then. Uh, and then Willie Rofe uh, was an offensive lineman, uh, played uh, a fair amount of years with the Saints. Uh, I, I think he played 13 years. Um, I can't remember. I believe he won a Super Bowl. Uh, I can't remember if he if he did or not. But a dude is just big guy big offensive lineman so uh yeah yeah he's he's a freak too so uh yeah no definitely definitely was really cool yeah yeah it sounds like it, it sounds like you had a pretty mm -hmm. fun time getting to go to a wedding meeting all these famous people and meanwhile me on the other <laughs> hand just to add insult to injury i got covid <laughs> for the third time <laughs> <laughs> Every single time I have to travel and every time I go home, it seems like I end up getting sick. Yeah. <laughs> COVID for the third time. So that was not fun at all. No, no. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, yeah, I heard, yeah, Brennan's got COVID again. I'm like, again, the third time? <laughs> I know. Uh, and I feel like the first two times it actually wasn't that bad. It was pretty mild for me. Like it was just kind of the the head cold. I did have yeah. like all the other symptoms, um, minus the fever, but this time I got the fever and that sucked. It was only one day, maybe like one and a half days. But during those, that day I was just in bed sleeping the whole time, just out shivering and then I'd be hot and then, oh man, it was torture. But yeah, wow, man. thankfully that only lasted for like a, like I said, a day and a half. And then after that, I started to feel better, but That's yeah, good. it was tough. It threw a wrench into everything too. Cause I was obviously there visiting family and just right. being supportive, trying to be around everybody. And then I get COVID. Yeah. So I have to avoid everyone. So yeah, it wasn't fun at all. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I've, 
I, I I've had COVID twice, and I mean both times knocked me out pretty good for, for yeah. a couple of days. I know. Yeah. That's did you ever uh, did you ever lose your sense of smell or taste? Oh really? Yeah. The first first time was really bad as far as taste and smell, because like uh, the first time I had it was like the week of Thanksgiving, and so oh that's the like, worst. It was terrible, and I was I was at school. So like they they put me in the dorm room, like on the on the quarantine floor, <laughs> and and, and uh, people are giving me Thanksgiving plates and I can't even taste them. I can't. That uh, it sucks. Like, yeah, it's it's my it's like one of my favorite holidays. Same. And you can't even taste anything. Suck. Dang. Yeah, and that I, would be I didn't brutal. Get it back and oh yeah. It was, and I, I didn't get my taste and smell back until like Christmas, so it was a good month. Wow. Yeah, I'd, I've i heard some stories from people who still haven't gotten their taste back, yeah. or their smell back. There's this one girl I know who, um, ever since she got COVID, soda tastes completely different, like it all tastes, everything tastes different, and so now she doesn't drink soda anymore. Maybe that should happen to me, that probably helped me out a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, I've I had like every other symptom except for the loss of um, smell and taste. So I'm kind of happy with that because that would suck. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely did. Yeah. And I mean, for you the first time, that's when everything was a lot more strict back then. Like they were saying, yeah, seven to 10 days isolated in your room. So the first yep. time around yep. was always the worst. I, my first time, I believe I was at, um, I was living with my parents still and I was quarantined in, quarantined in the basement and I still had to work from home. <laughs> it was like the worst week of my life, but yeah. Yeah. Apparently there's a resurgence of COVID coming on because there's yeah. been a lot of people. I don't know. I must've gotten it. I'm assuming I got it on the airplane or at the airport on the way home. Um, otherwise, yeah. nobody, the weird thing is nobody around me got sick. Like Julia was with me the whole time. She never got sick. I was at home with family. None of them got sick. So it's weird. That's insane. It's confounding. Yeah. <laughs> very, very much so. But yeah, so, um, since we haven't talked in a while, football has started. Football has started. I, we've we've been like trying to talk about when we're going to talk about football because we're we've just been so locked in and ready to go for fantasy football. Uh huh. And and now it's week three. <laughs> I know. Seriously, it's already it's already week three. I was gonna say we we could go through and like say our our fantasy teams, but mine yeah. personally has already changed a lot. Like <laughs> we're three yes. weeks in already. But yeah, me too. Have you been watching well, much football lately? I know you're busy during the weekends with your job and watching a lot of college sports, but have you gotten around to uh, NFL games too? Well, I'll I'll tell you. So week one, um, I didn't watch much football on that Sunday because we I believe we had a soccer game that day. But uh, <clears throat> I was ready, ready, rocked. And 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 loaded, <laughs> locked and loaded. There you go for the yeah the the 
The, <laughs> I was ready to go for the Bills game on Monday night. I was so ready to see Rodgers suck. And then it was very tragic that he went out with four plays into the game. So uh, that was too bad. And uh, I hope he has a speedy recovery like he says that he's having, but uh, no chance, no chance. I, 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 yeah. I think I'm that's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I'm pills. not even going to go there because we ended up losing to Zach Wilson and yeah. it was the absolute worst thing I ever <laughs> seen in my life. I, I don't even understand. Like I keep playing it back in my head too, of seeing that play happen in, in overtime. And I don't know if you watched it at all or not, but I, I've watched parts of it, but I did see the uh, the punt return, if that's what you're talking about. Oh, very much so. Very yeah. much so. <laughs> um, so the punt return happens, and at like the at like the seven yard line, the punter pushes him into the freaking end zone. Basically, the the punter didn't even attempt to tackle him. He pushed him, like pushed him forward. Like, here yeah. you go, buddy. Here's a lane. We'll shove you right there. This just what this just heck? proves this just proves my point. Kickers and punters are not football players, and they should just not be in football. I know the sport is named incorrectly because they're the only people that use their freaking foot, but <laughs> kickers and punters are not football players. The closest one, maybe Pat McAfee, because he could lay some lay some hits. <laughs> He's actually an athlete. <laughs> yes. But yeah, yes. kickers I and need, punters, I, not football players. I really needed to see Pat McAfee be the punter for the Bills. Yeah. Because he, he would have taken them down. Yeah. That guy, oh, oh, killed me. Killed yeah. me to see them lose to the Jets week one. Yeah. That was brutal. Yeah. All right. So. I feel like we need to talk about this. You're talking about the Bills. Everybody here I, that listens <laughs> probably already knows that you're a weirdo <laughs> and you yeah. root for weird teams, but <laughs> the Bills yeah. sort of make sense. So explain, <laughs> how did you become a Bills fan? You started off as a Packers fan. Is there still yep. some Packers fandom? And yeah, how did, how did you become a Bills fan? <laughs> and okay, what is wrong so... with you? Yeah, so um, <laughs> I uh, so like I said, was in uh, New York for school at Niagara University, so uh, Niagara Falls, Buffalo area, and I feel like because Niagara University didn't have college football or didn't have a football team at the university, that like. If you wanted to go to football, you were going 20 minutes down the road to the Bills game. And so, like, all of the crazy stuff that happens, that, like, it's it's the Bills. and Bills Mafia got um, to you. The Bills Mafia got to me. And <laughs> they are just the, the most awesome fan, fan base. They just, they just know how to make a party happen. It doesn't matter where they are. It doesn't matter how cold it is. It doesn't even matter what the atmosphere is. That they make it happen. And uh, you know the the, the breaking tables, doing the, just the goofiest <laughs> things. It it got me. So 
since then, uh, <clears throat> the first year I watched a Bills game, that's when Rex Ryan was the coach for the one year. And that was, they were terrible, but it was a lot of fun. And then the next year I was there, my, my last year there was uh, Sean McDermott's first year. And so you could see it was starting to get a little better after that. Unfortunately, yeah. wasn't able to see Josh Allen when I was there. He got drafted the year I graduated. So, um, dang. But yeah, no. So huge Bills guy, huge yeah. Bills guy now. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, my Bills fandom kind of started afterwards. Obviously, I'm a Packers fan for first and foremost. But uh, basically, the let's see, the last four years, I've had. Josh Allen as my starting quarterback on my fantasy football team, and that has continued this year. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how I got into being a Buffalo Bills fan. And let me tell you, Josh Allen is great for fantasy, but those Bills teams remind me so much of the Packers throughout my life. Like, super talented, especially offensively. I feel like mm-hmm. the Bills have had a better defense than the Packers had most of the years. Oh yeah. But oh yeah. It's just like the same story with them as the Packers. Great regular season, can't figure it out in the playoffs, unfortunately. Yeah. Just I I don't know. There's so many similarities, especially like well, Rodgers and Allen are super different players, but they're both super talented in their own ways. So, a lot of similarities there. Allen hyper targets Stefan Diggs just like Rogers hyper targeted whoever his number one guy was. Yeah. I don't know. There there's just a lot there. But I don't know. What do you think? Do you think they're gonna make a run this year? You th- I personally I don't think they're that good, but I don't think the AFC is very good this year. Everybody thought the AFC was gonna be really good. So what do you think? What really? do you think about the Bills? Um, I think, I think they're going to win the, their division. Um, I think Miami's really good. Uh, they got a very good offense. I don't think their defense is there. That's, (laughs) (laughs) oh my God, I'm going to die. That's a blooper. That's a blooper, everyone. (laughs) attack of the bubbles holy shit (laughs) that was awesome yeah but yes uh, i don't think the dolphins have the defense like the bills do um i think the i thought new england would be a little bit better but they really haven't shown that they're that good like even Ezekiel Elliott as a a backup running back, like he's still pretty good in my mind, but he's been playing not so good. Fumbled a couple times, um, and they still have a decent defense with, of course, Bill Belichick. So, yeah, I think their um, issue is just going to be offense. Yeah, but, and then yeah. The, the Jets are are yeah they're they're lost <laughs> unfortunately or. I mean, unfortunately or not, depending on how you feel about Aaron Rodgers, yeah, the Jets are kind of right. screwed. <laughs> yeah, they're that's that's probably going to be their only win is is game one, of course, to the Bills. But 
uh, I, I really could see them going one in 16 now. So, or one in 17, <laughs> wow. whatever the heck it is. I feel like, um, I feel like their defense is too good to let that happen. But for that to happen on the fourth play of the season, and then you start to realize, oh crap, Zach Wilson yeah, is our go. quarterback again. Like, <laughs> maybe they would go yeah. and just lose every other game. Yeah, just I, uh, I really thought it was going to be a pretty good division uh, as far as the the toughness, but I really think Miami is probably the only team that. Um, and I guess like yeah, thinking about it, when you're saying the AFC is not not that good. Like, even the Chiefs don't look that good. Yeah, that's um, the weird part. It's the Chiefs and Bengals are, like, the two that oh. everybody says is supposed to be the top class of the AFC in case Kansas City. They don't have weapons, but it's basically the same team as they had last year, and they ended up winning the Super Bowl. I right. I personally don't think <clears throat> they should have won. Like the, I think Philly was the better team. And they they should feel terrible about losing that game. Yes. But I don't think KC's that great. And I also don't think Cincinnati's doing very good either. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. You should know because you got Joe Burrow starting on that fantasy. Joe Burrow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I don't even know what the heck's happening over there. I I haven't watched any of the Bengals games the last two weeks, but it's like, yeah. is there no offensive line? Like, well, what is happening? I know. And I know Burrow's dealing with some sort of injury, but like Jamar yeah, Chase. calf. Yeah. Jamar Chase, like yeah. in most, most fantasy leagues, he's the number two wide receiver going off the board. He's done nothing. Yeah. Nope. Uh, yeah. They scored three points and he, Burrow had like 80 passing yards in week one. So <laughs> that's surprising. Yeah. Um, well, and you, like you talk about like all the memes now too of like he he literally signed the biggest contract and yeah and he's the highest paid QB right now and like three or five days later he throws what was it seventy nine yards no yeah. touchdowns yeah no that's interception how... uh, an interception or whatever but terrible game that's what I mean like everybody going into the year I think had the AFC which is just loaded with all the good quarterbacks. Everybody said, yeah, the AFC is going to be great. NFC looks like crap, but so far through three weeks, I feel like it's been the opposite. Um, I think probably the three best teams right now in the NFL, in my opinion, would be the Niners, the Eagles, and the Cowboys. So don't say it. No, 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 no. What else? No, Cowboys, no. Dallas. Take that back. Yep. No. For all the Cowboys fans that I have to hear on a daily basis, <laughs> you you you're going way too far. This is we're two games in. All right. I'm not giving up hope on the Bengals, you know, even though they're zero and two. They'll figure it out. The yeah. Cowboys, though, you played the Giants week one. <laughs> Come on now. You played the Giants. <laughs> Everyone should shut out the Giants. Come on. Okay. Okay. No, who'd they I feel play, you. Who'd they play week two? Who'd week they play? Two, who'd they play with? The Jets, and they just killed the Jets. The Jets were terrible. Dallas, come on, come on. That <laughs> I feel you. you I guys, feel you. you guys are there. People are saying they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Dak no, looks like no, the no, best no. he's ever had. Come on now. This is what up. Dallas. This is what Dallas is. 
Dallas is a good regular season team, and they never win in the playoffs. That's what they are. So, they, and that's not what even I, that good. No, <laughs> and that's what I good still regular think season they're going to do. Yeah, I mean, but they've won the division in a bunch in the last however many years. I know that division's <laughs> usually trash, but yes, the most overrated division in any sport there is. <clears throat> yeah, is, it's just is that division. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know. They're always like the winners always like one game over 500. <laughs> they, <laughs> yes. They're always bad, but um yeah, I think it's those three teams in the NFC and then the rest of the NFC kind of sucks or is just very average. <laughs> they're all pretty similar. And then uh Can, yeah. Yeah. I I want to I want to say I after week 1 of football, like just in general across the board, like it was terrible football. It was terrible football. I don't even. I think the Chargers and the Dolphins game was probably the most intriguing game to watch. All yeah. the other games were terrible. I know, just it's, brutal. I mean, it's probably because none of these teams play during the preseason. They just rest their guys yeah. and come into Week One, no practice at all. I think that's that's what's happening with the Bengals. I mean. It makes no sense that Joe Burrow, with all those weapons, would only throw for 82 yards in week one. Like, it's got to be the and, and not playing preseason, being rusty. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe. But it's like, at the same time, too, he's got all of his weapons that he had back from last year. It's not like he's got a turnover of wide receivers that, yeah. you know, he's still got <laughs> Chase. He's still got Higgins. still got... Whoever they, I'm missing, I know I'm they should someone. be way better than what they are right now. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think based on what I've seen, my pick right now, if I had to just randomly pick who I think would win, um, I would say I think out of the AFC, I think the Dolphins are going to make it out. I think they're fun to watch. I love watching mm-hmm. Tua, Tyreek, and Waddle so fast. Yeah. I think yeah. they definitely have the best offense in the league. And then out of the NFC, I still think it's going to be the Niners, it, which is crazy because, like, yeah. Brock Purdy is their quarterback. But, I mean, the Niners over the years have proven it doesn't matter who their quarterback is, they're always going to be good. Yeah. I mean, so I, that's I like Brock Purdy. I like Brock. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I think he's good. I think. <clears throat> I think what the Niners do is a lot what the Packers are trying to do with Jordan Love. I watched the whole game last night. The Niners destroyed the Giants, and I actually mm-hmm. don't think the Giants played bad. Like I think their defense was decent. They just couldn't get off the field. I just think the Niners are really good. I don't know. Packers always get murdered by the by the Niners, so... Yeah, maybe that plays that is... into my bias. It's like every time we play the Niners, we get our butts <laughs> kicked. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean they're always a pretty solid team. Like, you know they they know how to how to put together a team and and win games. So yeah, I get it. I as far they're just not a they're not a flashy team like other t- like New or not New York, but. Um, Philadelphia, like the Eagles are, are a flashy team. Like yeah. they've got the, 
the big weapons and whatnot. And the 49ers mm-hmm. are more of that team that just gets it done. Yeah. Collectively. They, yeah. They seem like the, the tougher team in my opinion, but yeah, yeah. Eagles are also really good. It's gotta be one of those two teams. I don't see anybody else yeah. beating those guys, but mm-hmm. before I forget, how does it feel to be a Bills fan now that Josh Allen is dating the love of your life, Haley Steinfeld? <laughs> yeah, you, you, you had to bring it up. You had to bring it up. Salt in the wound, huh? <laughs> I will tell you, my initial reaction was like, was, yes, I'm excited. But then after like a millisecond of that, I was like, Dang it. I'm I'm never gonna get my shot with Haley Steinfeld after Josh Allen. Like there's no yeah. shot. So I don't know if he's throwing interceptions like he was in week one. You never know. <laughs> you never know. So yeah. When I was in when I was in Syracuse, people were were talking about Josh Allen and, and Haley Steinfeld and they're like, Oh, now he's now he's with the girl. He can't he can't play football now. He's he's doing terrible because he's not not paying attention to football. And da 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 da. da. It's like, oh my god. See, come on. This this is another Bills Packers connection. Rogers. It was always about it was always about his girlfriend every single time. Every time Rogers had a new girlfriend, it's yeah. like, oh great, here we go again. As soon as they'd break up, MVP, MVP. <laughs> <laughs> He's just fine. He'll be all right. Haley's yeah. a good girl. She's got her own career and doing her own thing. All right. Okay. They'll just, okay. they'll be fine. Yeah. All right. I'm rooting for the Bills, but I feel like I've had a renewed excitement for football again this year and especially for the Packers, like now that Rodgers is gone, which is weird because basically his whole career. I was a big Rodgers guy, and I defended him. I feel like the organization wronged him a lot. Like, they never put a defense around him that would help them win, and he had to do a lot of it on his own. But then the last few years of Rodgers, just the constant drama and all the weird stuff he was saying, and then just generally he was a bad teammate to a lot of people. He was loyal to his guys, like... Randall Cobb, Mercedes Lewis, all the old guys. He even brought them with to New York. But, like, anytime it was a young guy, he wanted nothing really to do with them. Like, they, when you're that good, I feel like he just expects greatness right away. And I don't know. It rubbed me the wrong way. So now that he's gone, I'm actually pretty excited to watch the Packers again. Yeah, see... I was not always the the biggest Rodgers guy. In fact, yeah. I was I was rooting for the Jets and the Vikings when when Favre was was there. So you savage. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, well, so like rooted for the Jets because it's the Jets. You know, even yeah. if they have Favre, they were they were still eight and eight. <laughs> but um. But yeah, the first year Favre was with the Vikings, I was cheering for the Vikings, low key. The second year he was with the Vikings, I was like, okay, it it might be time to retire, my guy. It, it might be time to retire. Yeah, but like, and then you know, I I ended up 
going back to being a Packers fan. So I hope no, this no, doesn't. No, 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 no. This I is a like cardinal sin. That... Yeah, you just you just can't say <laughs> I was a Vikings fan while Favre was. No, it it does not work like that. No, no, no. I wasn't. I, I didn't say I was a Vikings fan. I said I rooted them, rooted for them because of Favre. Same See, there's a very thing. big difference. No, no, no. There's a very big difference. I hope people that are listening to this aren't, you know, gonna like take away, you know, that I I, I can't make a decision in my life because I can. <laughs> And uh, and I I'm not a bandwagon guy. All right, I, I don't. I'll give you that. I don't. I, th- sort th- of. Th- all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I enjoy sports, and I enjoy some 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 guys here and there, and and maybe a little bit everywhere. So, pause. This, don't. Yeah, I, I don't even know where I'm going with it. All right, just. Uh. I, yeah, I still I, got good things to say. I still got I feel, good things to say. I feel like you're you're acting like one of these LeBron fans who just whatever team he goes to, oh, I'm just I'm a Laker fan now. I'm a Heat fan now. That's fair. Cavs that's fan. fair. I, yeah, I was like that for Favre, and that's about okay. it. So, yeah. and and sue me. <laughs> yeah, Favre had his supporters. There were a lot of them, especially the beginning years of Rodgers, there was a lot of people who were still Team Favre, but you'd never catch right. me rooting for the Vikings. So, <clears throat> I'd have to say... It was for Favre. I'd have to, yeah, okay. I'd have to say you are a Bills fan, first and foremost. Yeah. Packers fandom. You're going to have to earn that. <laughs> you yeah, can't no, be trusted. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Going back to what you were saying about the Packers, I, I am excited to see a little bit more of love, like especially the first game against the Bears, like Bears again, overhyped as per the usual. And Fields may not be the guy, but, you know, whatever. But uh, love definitely put it down week one. And then week two, I don't know, the Falcons, all that. But I didn't watch any of the games, so I I don't know. But yeah, I watched – I. Saw bits and pieces of the the first game, and what I saw, like he was okay. I think the Bears are just like the worst team of all time. Like they're so bad. I was watching that game, and every single play, Justin Fields was throwing a quick screen pass, and they were getting zero yards. They were just getting blown up in the backfield. And then, yeah. not only are the Bears bad, they're freaking stupid. Like <laughs> it, they were down by. 20 plus points with a minute left and Justin Fields was still in the game. It's like, what are you guys doing? You're just so stupid. <laughs> and since yeah. then, nothing but bad things have happened to the bears. They're just proving how stupid they are. But yeah, right. I think in week two, love played really well. Um, our defense is just terrible. And ever since they've hired, ever since they hired Joe Barry, He's been garbage. He was garbage from the moment they hired him, and he's still garbage. The Falcons literally don't even throw the football. They ran it straight down our gut every single play, and they still beat us. It was like yeah. the week two loss was actually like really, really bad. Like It was a really bad loss. It's not a big deal because it's only week two, and right. Jordan loves second game of his career. And he did play well, but like, 
that was a really bad loss, but I think it was more on the defense. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I feel like the Packers might have done it again. Like, they got Lucky. They got Favre. They got Rodgers. This is only the third starting quarterback. Well, I think it might be the third or fourth in either of our lifetimes. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And it looks like so far Jordan Love might have it. Like, he seems pretty confident. I do think Matt LaFleur is a good coach, and he's been able Mm to, like, what we're doing right now is pretty impressive considering we're the youngest team in the league and our top wide receiver weapon was out with an injury. And Aaron Jones, who I think is a top five running back in the league, he was out with an injury again in week two. So I think it's been a pretty impressive start. I'm pretty excited going forward. I feel like we got a pretty good young squad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, have to convert I, I you think, back yeah. into a Packer fan. <clears throat> no, <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, definitely will be a Bills fan for a while. <laughs> gotcha, I gotcha. But uh, no, I think uh, I'm 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 excited for Love. Yeah, I I hope he does well and you know continues the Packer legacy of quarterbacks. And, yeah, because it's crazy. I mean. The Farb was there for a while. Rogers was there for a while. So it'd be really cool to see Love there for a while as well. Yeah. And it's always good that um, the ownership of the Bears is still in place. <laughs> that was, <laughs> I just can't imagine being a Bears fan. Like that'd be so depressing. No. They were talking so much crap all off season. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to win this game. This is when it all ends. They don't have Rogers anymore. And right. they got absolutely they got a host yeah like, yes yeah absolutely it, it wasn't even close it wasn't no. even close and it it should have been because like the i don't think the packers right. are that great of a team i think they're they're definitely a, a well-coached decent team not necessarily a good defensive team but they killed the bears <laughs> it just shows how bad yeah. the bears are yeah yeah the the one team though that I think might might have a shot, not at Super Bowl, but at the division is the is the Lions. Like Dan Campbell knows how to knows how to get some things done for sure. He's a beast. They look pretty he's... good. Yes, yes. yeah. The Dude Lions makes me laugh. Yes, he's so funny. Um, the Lions, I've never hated them like i do the bears and the vikings right. because the lions are just the lions like they're kind of like the they, gents and, of yeah. the nfc they're bad yes they've always been yes. bad you know but they do have a good team and dan campbell's a good coach have you seen well back when they did hard knocks all those were really funny like he mm-hmm. joined the team and doing up downs and <laughs> yeah. uh, he's talking about the what he orders for coffee did you hear that yes, part? I was, yes, I dude was going to mention that. Yeah, that dude is a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he drinks is coffee. Yeah. I don't know how it's it crazy. works. I'm, I'm not a coffee drinker, but apparently he goes to Starbucks and he orders two, I think, of the biggest size coffee and gets yep. like double espresso shots or something. Yes, in, in all of them, yep. Yeah. So this guy, he I mean, he needs to calm that down. That's not healthy, but... He's 
yeah, he's a uh, he's definitely getting the best out of the Lions, so that's kind of cool to see. Yeah, yeah, I I saw uh, something on social media. I think it was uh, yesterday. He, uh, <laughs> I, I guess they were. I, I can't remember. I guess they were playing Seattle this last weekend, yeah. and uh, him and uh, Pete Carroll chatted before the game. Uh, and he, he said, he said to him, let's, uh, let's, let's screw this game. And, and you and me, mano y mano battle it out. <laughs> and Pete was like, I guess Pete said, uh, to him, good, good luck today, Dan. And he's like, so, so we played football. We played the football game like idiots or something like that. <laughs> we, or no, he said, we, we played the football game like cowards. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you, Pete. <laughs> yeah. I but, love it. He's yeah. a good dude. Yeah, so let's see. I kind of showed you this. I'm just show everybody. I've been having fun with it, just like writing down the matchups and guessing <laughs> guessing who I think is going to be favored by how many points. Picks. Picking them. Y'all can see. I'm putting work in. Putting some work in. He's been doing but, well. Yeah. He sent me the screenshots. Yeah, it's been pretty fun. I mean, I'm not actually betting anything because I'm broke and I can't. So, but <laughs> it's fun to just pick the game, see how good I'm doing so far. Just picking the winners. I uh, am 20 and 12, which isn't that great. But based, if I was actually picking based That's off like good. bets, I'd be five and one. I've done like three each week. So yeah, pretty fun. Makes the NFL uh, season a little more entertaining for me. You, yeah, well, yeah, of course. You said <laughs> that uh, you you don't make your picks until Saturday night? No, uh, like Sunday night after all the games. That's when I do the picks for the next week. Cause, oh, you did, oh, so you got them already. Yeah. Yeah, so I got, okay. I got all the Wednesday or the week three picks done, but gotcha. That's the reason I'm doing it is the Bill Simmons podcast. Um, that's what they do every every Sunday night. They record and they talk about the games that day, and then they guess the lines for the next week. And that podcast airs on Monday, so I'm just doing it to kind of like play along with them. Yeah, they make they make a game out of it and see who's closer when they're picking the lines, and then uh, yeah, so that's how I I guess all the lines on Sunday night, and then on Monday when I listen to the podcast, I can hear what the actual line is and see how close I was. But okay, yeah. So yeah, is there a? Go ahead. No, you're good. Uh, is there a a game this this weekend that? Uh, was a tough one for you to pick of like you were kind of going back and forth did a coin flip for huh, let's see let's see what's the toughest one here ooh I think I think one of the best games is probably going to be the Chargers and the Vikings because they're both 0-2 and they're both high powered offenses both yep. need to win I think that's probably the toughest one because you could see that going either way. They're like identical of each other, I swear. They're the Chargers and Vikings. They're both always good at offense, and then just, or at least for the last few years, 
Yeah. And they just underperform every year. Or they get really lucky and then flame out in the playoffs like the Vikings did last year. But Yeah. Who you got winning? I got I got the Vikings winning. Okay. They're at home. I think that's the main reason. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either way. That's gonna be a close game. What's yeah. uh what's your upset pick? Upset pick, let's see. If you got one. I wanted to say the Bears would beat the Chiefs, but I couldn't do it because nah. the freaking Bears. Nah. Like <laughs> Right. Absolutely. Um upset, I guess you could call it an upset. I mean the Bengals are 0 and 2, aren't they? But yeah, I think two. yeah, Bengals are yep. 0 and 2, but I picked the Rams to beat them. That's the Monday night game. Rams beat yep. them in Cincinnati. So, okay. I guess it's an upset even though the Rams have been playing pretty well, but the Rams yep. were expected to be terrible this year. So, yeah. I guess that's what's, that uh, one. What's your no-brainer pick? Everyone no should be picking a greener pick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Good what's Siri said? <laughs> hmm. Let's see here. Oh, no brainer. You're probably gonna hate this, but I'd say Dallas over Arizona. Yeah, I mean. Arizona. I don't know if that's a no-brainer pick, but Arizona does suck. <laughs> yeah, like... Arizona sucks. They've been playing decent, but I think they throw games on purpose because they want to get that number one pick. But... Yeah, probably. Yeah, I would say Dallas. I don't doubt it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, how are you doing uh, fa- on fantasy so far? Uh, I don't even want to talk about last week. I lost by .8 points. <sighs> I lost by 0.8 to to my brother's girlfriend. Oh, yes, that's right. In the lowest scoring matchup of the week. (laughs) Yes, Kayla beat me. Yeah, well, Joe Burrow got me a whopping three points, so that was nice. And then Deshaun Watson wanted to follow it up with another whopping seven points because he fumbled the ball twice. And had like two interceptions, so you know what? Perfect. This this is just this is what you get for taking that horrible human being, Deshaun Watson. I'm sorry, yeah, no, you know, it's valid. So you're valid. You're one and one. I'm also one one and one. one. I should be two and zero. Yeah. Last week I got my butt kicked by Eric Lefave. His team just dominated, though. I mean, it, he put up his team, 139, like, yeah, not much I could do. Yeah, no, his his team, uh, his, I think his team's the best team in the league. Yeah, he's 2-0 right now. Trenton is 2-0 right now, but he has Nick Chubb, and Nick Chubb just got his knee absolutely destroyed. Yeah, that was wild. Also, uh, he's going to get... Or Trenton listening to this, he's going to get waxed this weekend. <laughs> going to get absolutely waxed by me. Yeah, okay. We'll see. We'll see. I might um, be down by 20 but right now, but that's okay. We got we got a long weekend ahead. Yeah, he had McCaffrey, who's good for 20 yeah, points he... every week, so <laughs> nothing new there. But he lost, right. uh, he lost Nick Chubb, and he lost 
Anthony Richardson, his quarterback, I think is out this week too. Yes. Yes, he is. But yeah, did you see that slow-mo of Nick Chubb? I did. The injury? Oh my God. (laughs) Terrible. That was absolutely disgusting. Yes. I feel like I I have a lot of sympathy for him because I've messed up my knee a bunch of times, but that's like a whole nother level. Like you could see it. I think like that was probably like a complete dislocation and tore all the ligaments, I feel like. Which he's already done in college, I believe. So yeah. second time oh, he's yeah. had to go through this. That's terrible. Sucks. Speaking of speaking of injuries, I don't know if you've heard of like the and with Rogers injury too. Like speaking of the uh players association talking about having all fields go to grass fields instead of artificial turf. What yeah. what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, every player seems to be in agreement that turf sucks. So I'm all for it. I mean, I don't care. But yeah, they all seem to be aligned with each other and that turf sucks and it's harder on your body. I haven't played on turf. Um, you did a little bit for baseball, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Baseball's different though. You're not cutting as much like football. Yeah. You're constantly cutting. It's probably a lot harder on your your ligament, your joints. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I agree with that. I think like from my job now and learning more about turf through the industry, like I feel like I feel like everyone doesn't understand what turf is now like it's not what it was 10 years ago where it's just like artificial grass and rubber pellets like people are like they're putting sand in there like they're doing a bunch of different things with turf now that's like you want to go back to grass and like i know money doesn't matter with nfl as far as upkeep goes and all that stuff but it's like you have you have a snowy game or a rainy game, like it's just going to be a terrible terrible game to watch, and people are going to still get injured. Yeah, and like the Rogers injury, I, like I don't think that would have no, like watching I, how he got injured that it, it wouldn't have mattered if it was grass or yeah turf that had nothing to do with the field no. being turf nothing no yeah. I don't really care either way, but yeah, like Rogers, when, when he went down and people started talking about turf again, it's like, come on, that one had literally nothing to do with it. That's just how people tear their Achilles. Like he was pushing off as he was getting tackled. You could see it had nothing to do with the field, but yeah, I don't know. Isn't it just, um, I think it's just in new york where they have the turf i think most of them have converted to grass but i guess is that right yeah i guess i'm not totally sure yet but i know for sure the bills i think buffalo's turf as well yeah yeah i don't know yeah but i just wouldn't play football (laughs) you gotta be a special special kind of crazy to play football these right. hits are, I mean, they've tried to make the game safer too, and it still doesn't matter. I mean, like the Nick Chubb thing, you're such a tank that 
people mm-hmm. can't tackle you up high, so they're going to go down low and wrong right. place, wrong time, your knee's gone. So that, and that's not even as bad as like all the head injuries and stuff. So right. I don't know. Oh, yeah. If So if you had a kid, are you letting them play football? Well, I I feel like I've noticed more, more, maybe it's just smaller towns that aren't down south, but like up north, I feel like, like cities or towns are doing flag football more like, yeah, longer before high school and then getting more into football. Obviously, Texas is its own thing. They, (laughs) I mean, they're putting kids in pads right when they are born but yeah um yeah i i I don't know i i would you know if they wanted to i'm not gonna go out of my way and be like yeah oh yeah i'm a football dad but yeah i I mean if they wanted to do it i'd I'd do it yeah i feel like i'd be okay with it and then once they get that like if they ever got that first concussion then it's like all right now you gotta start thinking about this if they're yeah. any good, then it might change some things. But like, if they're just yeah. an average, average kid just playing high school football and they're getting concussions, or like I remember in high school, every Monday, people come to school on crutches. Like this kid broke his leg, this other guy broke oh, his yeah. collarbone. Like <laughs> it's just I was one of them. <laughs> yeah, what did you do? I can't remember. I remember uh, you had I a had really a... bad like quad injury, it... right? Yeah, yeah, quad contusion. Yeah, yeah, a deep bone bruise. Ah, yeah, and that would hurt so bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was tough. <laughs> yeah, I played football once, one year. I was in fourth grade, I believe. I played in a little JYF football. Um, I was yep. on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was the smallest kid on the team, and. What they did was put me at safety because in JYF in fourth grade, nobody's passing the ball. So just put me as far away from the action as possible. <laughs> My yep. one play on offense, I was a wide receiver. Once again, they're not running or they're not passing the ball anyway, but we did have one play for me. And all I did was go in motion and run to the other side of the field. And then they snapped the ball, <laughs> threw it to me, and I ran for a touchdown. <laughs> that's my one my one accomplishment in football and then i was like yeah this sucks i hate tackling people i'm the smallest person on the field i'm never doing this again (laughs) uh jyf football those were the those were the days yeah those were the days it was think uh now it was cool yeah i was just gonna say it was cool having like all the um college football teams and you get their jersey. I think that part was pretty cool. Yes, yes, I agree. Uh, yeah, fifth grade for me was because uh, I started. I started JYF when I was in fifth grade. Yeah, I was with the Florida Gators. Yeah, I was one of the bigger kids, so I was playing tight end. And then uh, I ended up in middle school playing for the Detroit Lions. I remember that. I remember going to games when you were on the Lions. Because yeah. our buddy, Zach Brandenburg, was he on the Lions? or No, he was Raiders or something, no. wasn't he? Yeah. Was what, he Raiders? Was I he? can't remember. But Yeah, he wasn't on, on my team. 
Yeah. I just remember going to a game where you guys were playing against each other. Yeah. Yeah. A memory logged away back in my brain. Yep. Yeah. uh, The first year with the Lions sucked because I was, um, I can't, I don't remember if I was, because they do weight classes for like, if you're under 105 pounds, like you can, you can play with the ball, but if you're over it, you got to play on the line. Whatever. Yeah, got to be in line. Uh, yeah, and so I don't know if I was at that threshold or not when I was in sixth grade, but I ended up playing offensive line, and it sucked. But yeah, that, that my seventh suck. grade year, I I was under the threshold and was I played running back, and that was that was my best year. That that mm-hmm. was my favorite year. That was my. <laughs> absolute favorite i wanted so badly they'd let me play running back every once in a while but those would be like the one plays where it's like a designed quarterback run or mm-hmm. i was so pissed i just wanted one handoff but they were <laughs> they were doing me a favor i was, <laughs> I, was <laughs> I was the smallest kid out there so yeah football 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 fun stuff yeah total football yeah total football <laughs> all right so next we're gonna take a break quick but then we got a fun segment to end it off that's right all right so we're back this week we're not doing a top five but considering we're talking about football talking about sports a lot we're gonna do our mount rushmore of our top favorite athletes it doesn't mean it's like the best athletes or whatever. It's just yeah. your personal Mount Rushmore, your top four favorite athletes. You got your list? Yep. We were both kind of struggling with this. We were really struggling with this. This was also a last last second decision on this, but it yep. felt like it yep. could tie a, a little more into the episode talking about the Champions Plaza and, and football and whatnot. Yep. So, uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Here we so, go. We don't have to go in order or anything, but nope. you lead us off. Give me one of your top four on your Mount Rushmore. So, uh, no surprise, uh, my, not my number one, but the one I put on first uh, is Josh Allen. Okay. I like that pick. Yeah, yeah that's right. a good one. I'm, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. I am expecting some Red Sox because I know you were a big Red Sox fan growing up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess there's probably not a basketball player. I bet you, I, I'm going to guess you have at least two baseball players. You got Josh uh-huh. Allen and then you got one more, one more surprise one. Hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. I like that pick though. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, my first person, if I was ranking them. This guy's number one and will always be number one. I don't even feel like it's that crazy for me to say that. Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yep. He's my number one. Good pick, good pick. For sure. Huge Bucks fan. Followed him his entire career. I mean, I feel like I grew up with him. It's just. He did. Yeah. He did. And I'll never. Big, Big Giannis guy. Yeah. Enough said about that one. That was pretty. That was the easiest pick for me. Got much more difficult after this. Yes. 
So number two for you. My second one that I had, Red Sox, I figured we'll just go with it, uh, was David Ortiz, Big Poppy. Big Poppy. That's the one I I thought for sure was going to be on Mm -hmm. your list. Absolute all-time favorite Red Sox. Loved watching him as a kid growing up. And the other two that I have are, I was trying to think of more as a kid growing up watching them. Yeah. Uh, So that's who I, the first one that popped in my mind was, was Big Poppy. Dude was a stud. Yeah. I mean, if you can't, if you don't know already, you're probably sensing it by now. Why it's a weirdo. He doesn't care about Wisconsin teams. (laughs) He's a, he's a Wisconsin, I mean, he's a Boston guy. I you know I know I like the Bucks. Just, you know, you're just weird. Grew up a Red Sox fan. <laughs> and I just never forgave yeah. you for it. So no, no, no one did. All right. So following with the theme of my favorite team, the Milwaukee Bucks, my number two is Brandon Jennings. <laughs> I I, yeah, I should have known he was going to be on your list. Should have yeah. known. I was a huge Brandon Jennings fan. I still, uh, when he first came into the league, his rookie year, I remember you were at home. I was watching the Bucks. Yep. I believe it was the seventh game of his career. Drops 55 points on the yep. Warriors, Steph Curry. And I remember watching it on my, ta- my tiny little TV in my room. I'm pretty sure you were in the living room. I come running out. Dude, you got to see this. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was probably losing my mind but yeah brandon jennings yep. always been one of my favorites it's number two on my yeah i feel like yeah i feel like for you like you were always a bucks fan but i feel yeah. like when brandon jennings got picked it, you were like even just a deeper love for the bucks yeah because before that i would have been too young but yeah so once jennings got there that was like prime i was in my prime Bucks fandom, you know, I was yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So your third pick. So this one's a little off the wall, but okay. thought about it, you know, on our on our football theme. Uh a guy that was just always flying around. And that is Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why Darren Sproles? I mean, he was an awesome player. He's short. I love yes. that. I love watching the short guys yes. be good at what they yes. do. And he was electric. But yeah, why Darren, Darren Sproles? Yeah, I love loved watching him play. Uh, he played for a few different teams, so it's not like he was locked in on one. But yeah. like, he just he just flew around. He's just <laughs> he's just flying. He's a speedy guy, special teams guy. I love that. Um, wow. Off the radar, definitely would not Off have. Off the radar, definitely would yeah. not have thought that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, also this was a last minute list, but <laughs> and and his name popped into my head like almost immediately. You're uh, gonna I look don't back. Know. You're gonna look back at this like next week and be like, "Why the? Why the hell did I pick Darren Sproles?" <laughs> no, I feel like he. I feel like he's a valid one to have. Like he was definitely one of one of the top guys that. I enjoyed watching as a kid. Okay. But makes sense I'm sure too. that there's a, yeah, it makes yeah. sense because he was big, like when we were growing up too. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I feel like I'm probably missing a bunch of others <laughs> because this was last minute, but that's okay. Yeah. So my number three, sticking with the Bucks again, Michael Red. Oh my Michael god. Michael Red. Michael Red. Yeah. So he was my first ever <laughs> player that I fell in love with on the Bucks because he was before Jennings. He was there a tiny bit when Jennings was there, but that was towards the end of his career. So yep. Michael Red, got to be on my list. I used to go out in the driveway and play basketball. Michael Red was a lefty, and he had this crazy shot where he really flung it over his head. And even though I'm right-handed, I'd go out in the driveway and practice shooting lefty <laughs> like Michael Red, Just a pure three-point shooter. Oh, he was my favorite. That's when I fell in love with the Bucks was Michael Red, and then got a little older. That's when Jennings came along, and boom, now we got Giannis. So yeah, three of my top four Milwaukee Bucks players. Yep, I like it. I like it. All right, who's the last one? Round out your Mount Rushmore. To round out my Mount Rushmore, uh, I think this might be a surprise for you. Milwaukee guy, just not the Bucks. Okay, but the Brewers. Mm-hmm. And that was Prince Fielder. Ooh. Okay. Love I wasn't sure where you're going there. I wasn't sure if you were going to go Brawny or Fielder. No, Braun was definitely up there, but definitely being a liar, all that stuff. That you know, yeah, kind of tainted it for you. To, yeah, yeah. yeah. If he was telling the truth, then, you know, then it would have been a different story. But Prince Fielder was a guy, you know, just, you know, the, the two career inside the park home runs. That, that was awesome for how big he was. Prince he was just had, he just had electric. Fun. Yeah. He was. He was. He was a good yeah. time. Hefty boy, and he hit some bombs. I loved Prince. Yeah. yeah. I almost picked him honestly i didn't even really pick a fourth i have two people listed okay but i don't so I you're don't the feel, cheater yeah i guess you call me cheater this cheater. time but i don't feel strongly about either of these guys i feel like my list is really just a top three it's the three bucks guys for me but if yeah. i had to pick a fourth one for my childhood growing up it would be between ryan braun and Aaron Rodgers and I'm very uh I don't know I'm I just can't figure out what to do there because like you said Braun he was uh got caught for steroids and Prince was always the more fun guy anyway like he was just cooler (laughs) yeah but Braun was there forever whole career in Milwaukee so he was kind of a staple and then Rodgers same thing, been in my life for 20 years. Great quarterback. Yep. Everything was fine until a few years ago. And he just, <laughs> I just completely, I'm just like completely out now. He's just really, yeah. it did a complete 180 for me. So it's one of those two guys, I guess, because for most of my life, I did really like them, but yep. now I couldn't. I couldn't really care less. So, yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah. Do you have any uh, honorable mentions? I didn't. I didn't no. this time. Was, I normally am the guy that has those, but <laughs> yeah, not it was not today. Hard enough to come up with four on short notice. It was. But yeah. I did come up with a couple. They wouldn't be on my Mount Rushmore, but other guys, random guys that I've loved. Number one, Brooke Lopez. One, <laughs> he's uh yeah. probably the best Buck center that I've seen in my lifetime. Obviously, yep. I didn't see Kareem. That was way back then, way back in the 70s. Bogut was the best guy before Brooke, and Brooke is just way better. And he's a Disney guy. Super fun, dude. And the other one, Carlos Gomez. Yeah. <laughs> I Go loved go. Carlos Gomez. <laughs> yeah. Go, go. Oh, that he guy. was crazy. I remember, yeah. and he, like, to begin his career, he was, like, really bad. And then he had those, I think it was, like, <laughs> two years with the Brewers where he, like, MVP race. He Very good. Dominated. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was electric. I always loved Carlos Gomez. Yeah, he'd fly around the bases after hitting a home run, too. Yep. He, Super fast. Yeah, he, I, don't, I don't know if he ever pimped it. He just... He just flew around the bases. <laughs> he was he was always doing something. Most yeah. of my favorite baseball players are usually center fielders. I've noticed just because they're usually the fastest. Got to yeah. cover a lot of ground out there, and to be an outfielder in the MLB, you got to be a good hitter. So most of them are really good hitters too. Yeah, yeah. Gomez was yeah. my dude. Yeah, that's a good one. He yeah he, he didn't end his career well but yeah he definitely had those years with the Brewers a couple of really good years yeah so yeah quick recap my Mount Rushmore would be Giannis Antetokounmpo Brandon Jennings Michael Red and I guess you just got to if it's a Mount Rushmore it'd be like half of a face of Ryan Braun half of a face of Aaron Rodgers <laughs> <laughs> perfect perfect. <laughs> and uh mine is Josh Allen, David Ortiz, Darren Sproles, and Prince Fielder. Okay. Dope. Dope. Thanks everybody for listening. It's been a while. Thanks for sticking around. We'll try to be back again next week, but that wraps it up for us. Make sure to go. Episode 10. Episode 10. It's a milestone. 10. But yeah. Love it. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Apple. Uh, We're on YouTube, Spotify. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. And make sure to check out that GoFundMe link down below too. It'll be in there. If you're willing and able to, you can always donate there. That'd be greatly appreciated. But yeah. Wyatt, good to see you. It's been forever. Absolutely. Hopefully we'll be back again next week. Sure will. (laughs) All right. See ya. See ya. Take it easy, Mountain Face.